This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? What makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason Bowers. And it's another week, and it's another movie. And what can I say? Uh, you know, this movie was set in Miami, so I thought it was going to be hot, sexy, you know, just it was just gonna be good and full of passion. And I'm here to tell you that that movie had nada. I think nada. Kurt would beg to differ because Kurt told us today that he has watched this movie twice now. Look. I, the reason cursed, I watched this movie twice, and I, I, I did say that earlier in privacy. Oh, sorry. I thought, were, I thought there were boundaries. <laughs> there are not. <laughs> but now everyone knows that I watched this movie twice, and that's only because it's for my my um, dedication to this podcast. There is on occasion I will watch the movie twice because we were going to record this last week, got delayed, so I, I don't want to forget one element. What, was it literally so, so that you could refresh, uh, like, so you understood your notes when you're referring to them? Yeah, I, I don't know how necessary it was for me to, uh, after, you know, in, in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. But I did appreciate more of the cooking stuff when I, I watched it again. There was a lot of and cooking. I guess, yes, because I, I, I like to cook, so I, I enjoyed seeing some of that stuff. This movie's really boring, though. Yeah. So. The, the movie, by the way, is uh, South Beach Love is a Hallmark movie. Yeah. See, and, and I thought, you know, because the guy in this movie is really hot yes. and really sexy. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, oh, wow, he's really like kind of smoldering and sexy. Even that couldn't help this. Movie. Well, they're a hot couple. The, the woman, there's one, one point she wears some outfit. I, I, I had uh, dirty thoughts. Could hardly even, you know. I, I don't cute. know how else to express myself. I, I thought she was attractive. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like they had a total lack of chemistry. Like we've seen worse, but I, I didn't think they they were super electric together. No, but they were just they they were a hot couple. I don't know. She's walking I around been electric with him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd be electric oh, yeah. with her. She's walking around these little outfits. Oh man, more of that. He was very attractive. Like he's clearly some sort yeah. of like uh, you know Mexican soap star or something. Like he was really hot. Well, he's getting away with stuff in this in this movie. He's getting away with being in the movie. <laughs> but otherwise, I actually, uh, I actually googled him. Okay, what's his deal, Les? I actually googled him. He is he is he is Cuban, born in Havana. Okay, and has he okay, done a lot of other things? He's done other things. Um, what they are, modeling. I can tell you. Yeah. But he has an IMDb page because I looked him up on IMDb. Did you say okay. he was born and in so, 1980? Yes. He looked amazing for 41. 
Yeah. He because he looked yeah, probably 19. like 28, 29, maybe. No, 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 no. He looked good. No, I thought he was about like 40. He looks. Yeah. But but he yeah, yeah, he looks good. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and I got to tell you, and I'm throwing this out there up front. Right. So I watched this movie in halves because we were supposed to we were supposed to be watching this last week and I was like slogging through this movie. And then, you know, we got word that we weren't going to be able to um, record last week, which I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Cause I can't make it through any more of oh, this movie. Oh, that's well, my fault. We, Actually, it's not my fault. Talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. Cause it didn't happen, okay, good. which really pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> the reason we weren't able to record last week, I'm totally going to call out a, and let me preface this. Like I'm about to call out a celebrity who may not have have actually been involved in my mishap. So my my place of employment, uh, I got a call about 10 minutes before closing, and I was there by myself. And uh, it was this guy saying, hey, we want to bring a client by so she can get something. And I said, well, we closed in, you know, 10, 20 minutes. Um, he's like, okay, we'll be there in 10. I'm like, all right, I'll stay here. They call back 10 minutes later. Hey, I'm really sorry. We're running late. I'm not supposed to tell you who it is, but it's Rihanna. So they're like, we're definitely hitting. You're going to meet Riri? Well, that was the story. So we're, we're definitely coming. We're definitely coming. All right. Like I have these other thing, this other thing I need to do. Let me see if I can hold on. So that's when I was telling you guys, hey, I might be late. She's coming in. Then, still, still not there. It's now half an hour past closing. Uh, closing. She's still not there. And I text the guy. I was like, hey, like our phones are off now. Like, are you coming? This other guy gets on the phone with me. He says, oh, yeah, we're, we're there. We're about 20 minutes away. I was like, you just told me you were 10 minutes away three times. So long story short, after almost two hours of this, I get a call. And it's the first guy saying, uh, I'm sorry, we're not coming now. So I was livid because I hate staying. I hate staying late for work because every time I've ever agreed to stay open for someone a few minutes extra, it always shoots me in the face. And and these are like her assistants or what is this? Yeah. staff. Yeah, it's her okay. staff. The reason I believe it's probably true is when you're at that level of of money and success, you don't understand that because you got sidetracked doing something that it affects so many people. And I'm not saying that she's selfish. I'm just saying, like, you're just not viewing it through those lenses because you have people to do that for you. Yeah. This is what I bet. What I bet. So I bet Rihanna. And yes, Kurt, people call her Riri. Okay. That that reminds me of Rihanna. By the way, I mean, let me. Rihanna this is a pet peeve of mine. Her name is Rihanna. It's not Rihanna. She says yeah. Rihanna, so that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, less. Oh, her name is Robin. First of it all, it is Robin Fenty. Right. <laughs> I've lost but track I bet, of this. I, I bet she was kicking back, smoking a blunt because she loves she loves blunts mm-hmm. and she's open about it mm-hmm. she's blunt about it she, yeah yeah she is she's probably back, she's probably kicking back smoking she's, a blunt she's stone she's cold like, you know i've always wanted a yeah. and, and, she throw and, up <laughs> poor woman yeah <laughs> she wanted and, a shop and, for and something then, specific that they sell at my shop and, and then her assistants probably went oh my god oh my god we need to get a and and, and then they called you <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess it was contagious. I couldn't name one song that she sings, but I'm sure I would recognize. You it would recognize it. many. I'd recognize it. Now, she has now had I'll more go. Billboard top ten singles than any artist in history, including oh, oh. I think the Beatles. Does she yes. do that song? Uh, nah, nah, oh, nah, nah. Yep. Like a nah, what's nah what's song? the nah, name? Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. an umbrella, umbrella, Ella, Ella. Yeah. Me, we me, found me. love. Only girl in the world. Uh, Put it this way, bitch. Better have my money. Records anymore. I don't think, and she doesn't have to. It's not even like she felt. Well, it's anymore. been I just the, think she doesn't feel like it, and she doesn't have to. It's well, been this see, like carrot and the stick with her, and like when are you going to release a new album? And this has been going on for like four years. Yeah. Well, Lauren Hill still hasn't put out a new album, right? Didn't she have like, oh, one album, and that was the end of that? But is she doing all right? My ex. Well, should I say this? My ex girlfriend went to high school with her like they were <gasps> really in the same high school class with zach braff he was in there too in the same class oh, geez yeah that's quite the class but so oh so where i was going with what i was gonna say is so um i since you know i watched the the rest of it today and i'm in palm springs mm -hmm. um i forgot Half of my notes in, back in LA, so oh. I'm definitely gonna need your help. Well, well, Kurt's watched <laughs> the movie twice. Uh, just uh, twice, just for you. Yeah. So wait, so your your notes for this movie that we're about to talk about now, you don't even have half of them. Not to work. No, but I kind of. But here's the deal, though. <laughs> Normally, my mind gets a little muddled, but this movie was so boring it was, that yeah. I think that I remember most of it. Oh, because it yeah. was so boring and so basic, and it was put it this way: we've <laughs> yeah. seen the storyline before and done better. Yeah, it's it's uh it's 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 not blunt. It's very soft. Yeah. So hey, okay. we. I'll need you guys yeah. to like chime in a lot. Can I, <laughs> can I very quickly defend the park ranger? Cause I was thinking about this the other day. Now we've had somebody, a previous movie, there was a park ranger and, and she delivered her lines yes. a certain way. It was in killer vacation. And yes. oh, yeah. This is, this is what she sounds yes. like. Okay. Yeah. That's not possible. This trail has been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. Okay, I've given this a lot of thought. I think I now believe that was good acting because she was straight to the point. She was giving directions and and she just, you know, there was no muddling of the directions. It was the straightforward <laughs> instruction. Right. What, so that's what? my uh, reconsideration. So I, even I, I'm even more curious than you watching this movie twice. <laughs> I'm curious as to what was going on in your day where you're like you know, I this is something in my mind I've been sitting on, and I need to really sit with this idea and think about it. I think I was thinking about just rules, like outside, rules. like yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> sorry, last and rules would really get under your skin, but yeah, uh, yeah, like park rules or like outdoor, you know, forest rules. Um, and I just <laughs> thought about how they would be enforced, and that's and that led to me thinking about the park ranger. Like acting rules? You know, no, I just right. said like rules, like, you know, path rules, hiking rules, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got into that, but I don't have to justify oh, that. Speaking of yeah. which, speaking of which, 
right? Because that movie was set in Palm Springs, and yeah. I what went movie? on a hike. Oh, the killer, the killer vacation movie. Remember, it was set in Palm Springs. Because remember, they went to Palm Springs, and he was going to kill her because he was like his. Uh, she was her his mistress, and they went to Palm Springs. I do yeah. not remember um, them being in Palm Springs at all. No, they, they were here. Okay, I mean, I, I believe you. In the Coachella Valley. Okay. Coachella. Okay. Well, yes. there is news. Oh, let's well, ask the question. Yes, because speaking of someone who needs to be at Coachella but isn't, but she should be, do you have any Black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Now, there's a couple pieces of news for Black China, so I'm just going to I'm gonna report both of these. This okay. is from Hot97.com. Uh, you can bleep me if you want, but I'll just, I I just have to, to say what we have here. Uh, now, as reported on the Jasmine brand, Black China made an unusual request to Princess Love via Instagram story. Uh, China started off the exchange by saying, Princess Love, release it or call my lawyer. I don't know what that's about. Then in another IG story post, the conversation got more sexual. China said, please let me eat that pussy, please. I didn't know where that was going. Uh, well, uh, Princess responded via IG story with emoji eyes. It's not clear how serious this romance is. It comes a few weeks after Ray J filed for divorce again. Uh, this is where it gets a little, I'm not sure what they're talking about. Uh, TJB points out that this is the third time this year the estranged couple filed for divorce. I don't know who they're talking about. But anyway. Is, I, Ray, uh, is Ray J married to this woman that Black China is princess sitting in? Okay. I, I didn't know the that. Princess? Either. All right. Okay. And they're on Love and Hip Hop, I think. Okay. So that's what's going on there. Now here's a, oh, there's, oh, on page six, there's a picture of Black China. She's got half her hair is red, half, half is uh, blue. And, um, okay, so Black China's landlord will now have to pay her $58,000 in a shocking reverse decision by a California appeals court. Um, three <laughs> appellate, I've had this word before, yep. appellate. That's right. Uh, court, court judges. Yes. Unanimously ruled that the trial court, which first ordered China, me, Angela White, pay Michael Kremerman the lump sum acted without authority in entering judgment against China as they saw she was never properly served with the summons legal documents obtained by page six state. The ruling also finds that Kremerman did not undertake diligent efforts to serve White and the trial court abused its discretion while when denying China's request to vacate the ruling in which she was ordered to pay Kremerman. So, yeah, we, we heard some of this before. We had heard some, some earlier uh, stories. Right, here. But I, we, I, I never heard the part about yeah. her never being summoned. So that is, so she's getting off on a technicality, basically. Yeah, so it says that the, the, the drama between China and Kremerman first began in 2019 when, she sued, when he sued for $48,000, claiming she abandoned the lease five months early and accrued thousands of dollars in damage. In turn, she countersued, claiming Kremerman, Kremerman should pay her $50,000, twice her security deposit, because he was allegedly charging her rent despite the fact he sold the rental property for $4.55 million in March 2019. So that's what's happening. So she is getting money from this landlord, $58,000. Well, okay. So first of all, I did not know that that black China is sexually fluid. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm all for it. I did not. Yeah. Nice. Hey, good for her. You know, she's, mm -hmm. she's good for her. She's it's, very a good, good. it's a good week for her. She's getting money from the landlord. She's 
sexually fluid. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, well, I mean, and isn't she, and this is good because I think, isn't she basically gearing up for her big court case? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, against the Kardashians? Yeah. 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 Because isn't that soon? Like, isn't that ne- next month or I something? I believe it's I, next it's month. Be, yeah. We, we are going to have plenty of stories coming out of there. So that that's going to be a gold mine. I, I, uh, I see that one being settled out of court. Yeah, that will that will go up to the wire and will not actually go in front of a jury. Well, we'll, we'll get something out of it. Some stories. And then I have a question for you, Kirk. They show a picture yes. of her and her two toned hair. Was it like Cruella, but yeah, red and, and blue? And it's straight hair, Cruella. I, I guess that's the Cruella it's kind of hair. Sexually fluid. She's hair. got um. <laughs> that's not the sexually fluid, and she's wearing like a black leather um uh coat kind of thing and it's uh there's a yeah, zipper nice. and yeah she's uh yeah i haven't seen the the um the red and blue hair before that might oh, also be an older fire. photo like if the photo is not directly related to the story and they're not doing a rundown of her outfit is probably a stock photo yeah okay okay so that's what's happening with black shot a very exciting week all right well let's slog through this movie <laughs> South Beach Love. South Beach Love from Hallmark. South Beach Love. South Beach Love. Oh, actually, I I have another. I I do have another story, really quick. Uh, I'll do the sounder. Well, I actually have two things to report. So wait. And now, Jason has updates. Here's me. (laughs) So, so the first one is just a, a personal update regarding something we had talked about a few weeks ago. Uh, when we watched that movie, The Wrong Prince Charming, uh, from Lifetime, I pointed out that the guy that plays The Wrong Prince Charming is a bartender at a bar that I frequent. It is very close to where I live. Since we watched that movie, and I don't think I've ever had him as my bartender before, since that movie has come out, he has waited on me probably 10 times. It's wow, just seemingly really? every time I've gone in there, he's the bartender that's like available to make a drink at that moment. So uh, if you want to know where he works, just like DM me or maybe we said it on the show. I'm not sure. But uh, so that was and the first I thing. I've, I've been at this place with you, Jason. Yeah. He, he's there like the days that I tend to go. He seems to be there. So, and he's wow. always topless, right? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the wrong Prince Charming. Yeah. The other thing is sort of Hallmark related. So uh, I, we mentioned a few weeks ago that there's this channel called GAC Family, Great American Country Family. They're trying to like go through a bit of a rebrand. And the guy running the uh-huh. channel used to be the CEO of Hallmark. So they've been making moves like they're making holiday movies this year. They uh-huh. had a bunch of other Hallmark talent from like Hallmark. Mark Homan family doing a special when they launched their holiday movies this year. They just announced today that they signed a long-term deal with Danica McKellar. <gasps> How so dare she? They're poaching her she? from Hallmark. How Danica dare she? McKellar. She's dead to me. Winnie Cooper. You, oh, you you uh, weren't impressed by Danica McKellar, aka Winnie Cooper, unless and I oh. tore you a new one. Although yeah. she's got, they've got the uh, another Dolly Parton movie this year, so I don't think she's totally done with Hallmark. But it, it's kind of a big deal that they signed Danica to like five movies. How dare she? How dare she? Pictures of her. I'm, I'm looking at her right now. Huh, she's no Lacey Chabert. 
Yeah, I had some kind of problem with her. I remember that. I don't know what what that was. Well, I do now. Was. Oh, I, I do now. Oh, I, How dare she? I'm I very upset. It was, but... She's no Cindy I'm over Busby. That. No, who is she? She no. She who does she think she is? No. So she's so she's leaving Hallmark and she's going to work with this. Well, this, that's this the, that part is unclear. If she's leaving Hallmark, but it is a big deal if she's going to be moonlighting on Hallmark. That is a conflict of interest. Moonlight and strangers. I work with uh, Fred Savage on a TV show. He was the he was a director, and then I yeah. work with the the um the father, the Wonder Years father, when I was in, on a Blue Bloods. Oh yeah. What uh, <laughs> what show was Fred directing? He's a really good director. Uh, what was it called? It was yeah. something. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it. That's not. It's not a show I even ever heard of that that actually aired. But he was he was he was doing his thing. Yeah, he was nice. Well, yeah. well, I am not Team Danica. How dare she? I've not worked with her. Betray the network. Like I, I want to know the nuances of what's going on here to find out. And by the way, Jason, I loved that link of that you sent with all of the upcoming movies mm-hmm. because I love that they listed them and then they listed the tropes that each of the movies. Would yeah, get. yeah. I actually posted that on our uh, Facebook page. So if you go to uh, Facebook uh, <laughs> Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast, uh, there's a oh, it's yeah. a link from I think it's Entertainment Weekly that they did a, a when all of the new holiday movies for Hallmark are premiering and on which of their channels and it gave a description, but also listed the tropes, the Hallmark tropes. I like saw there's the time travel one. There's gonna be a time travel one. Yeah. yeah, I saw Lacey the, Chabert hyphen the future Lacey wait, Chabert hyphen Fitzpatrick. Yes, but I love cool. the fact though that with the Lacey Chabert under the trope, they just put Lacey Chabert. Yeah, Lacey Chabert. I mean, that's a trope. <laughs> they just put Lacey Chabert. <laughs> is Lacey Chabert I, a single woman? I'm gonna look this up right now. I, I believe she she's married. I think she's married. Well, Danica definitely is uh, married. Danica's married, you said. I'm looking her up on Wikipedia. Let's see. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, she's got a spouse. Yeah. That means she's married. Oh. So, yeah, that's what so they yeah, say. You know, so we, they call them spouses. We're getting a sequel, <laughs> A Christmas House 2. Um, we're getting Tia Maori is back. Yeah. Who? The, the same couple that was that was in the, the one about the carousel. A different movie. Oh, oh. Oh, they're in a different movie, but okay. they're together again? I didn't know that. But as a couple. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're playing the same characters. Like, okay. if they, like maybe it's not about the carousel, but maybe they're the same people? I wonder. I don't know. I would. That's a good question. But yes. That's good. Yes, we will. We'll be there. Danica, All right. how dare you? I'm very upset. I'm very mad at Danica right now. All right. Well, well, let's take it out on South Beach Love. I was love. out of time and I was mad at Winnie okay. Cooper. All right, here we go. Fair. South Beach okay. Love. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the beginning of this from memory. Okay, so, 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 so. <clears throat> it's a full Latin opening. Correct me. There's music, Latin music playing. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 and we see all this. Yes. All these little artifacts and stuff. And then, and then, and then we see our heroine, and she's at a little restaurant, and she's very busy. Well, yeah. Well, first okay. we we learn that that like there's a you know people are preparing for a quinceanera. 
I thought she had a food truck. She like she's like she has her own restaurant. It was just more like a food truck with tables outside. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then her brother gets a hold That's of like her. me. That's like me cooking hot dogs on my grill and saying I have a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so so then her brother gets a hold of her and then says that uh, the quinceañera for her nice. is her niece, right? Yeah, her niece, the brother's 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. So the quinceañera has been pushed up because they got the Biscayne Club. You remember some and real specific only, things. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have and that in my only, notes. Biscayne, quinceañera. And not only, yeah. not only was it the date changed and pushed up, they were now going to have 100 people. Right? Yeah. And, and 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 it should so, be noted that our heroine in this movie is an Irish woman that's going to be cooking a bunch yes. of Cuban food for this quinceanera. <laughs> By the way, but she's half Irish, half Cuban. Imagine she, no, she's Irish. not. She was zero percent Cuban. <laughs> she had no Cuban in her. But her last the, name was no, Kelly. she wasn't. No, she wasn't Cuban. The daughter, the the girl having the quinceanera was Cuban, but the uh, the main uh, the woman in the movie was Irish. But then that was her family, though. Her family because through her the brother, brother who's married, married to, to a Cuban woman. Latin woman. Oh, okay. I know it was a little confusing, but I, had, I watched it twice okay. before I figured out this family tree. Hey, but I wanted to say, imagine being the person who gets the invitation for this this <laughs> this party. Like, hey, we didn't invite you before because we could only invite 40 people. But now that's opened up, uh, you made the cut. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, okay, so that – because I thought she was Cuban because, you know, I have friends – who are Cuban and there's nah. Cuban, like, you know, like with, like here in the sure. U.S., there are no. Cubans of very different. Oh, absolutely. You know, there, there are definitely people of mixed race, but it was a plot point of this movie that she was not Cuban. And she was a little God. insecure about cooking for this party because, yeah. like, all she knows is Irish food. Remember, okay. she was learning the traditions okay. and that stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes she's sense. A white lady. Okay. She's, she's a white lady. So, so then... We cut to New York, and it's raining, and that's how we know it's New York because it's raining. And then can I just say I I wasn't clear right away that he was in a different. We see this hot Latin guy in in this restaurant, in New York. We I wasn't uh, clear right away that they were in separate cities, and I was trying to figure out why is it dark and raining there if he's in the same city as everyone else, where it's like bright and sunny. He's under a bad cloud. Yeah, because you know they were they were showing you know New York sad yeah. and yeah. rainy. I, I get that Miami. now, but it wasn't clear. Of, it, it wasn't clear at first that that's where he was. They referenced it later in the movie. It was like, oh, that makes sense now. Now he owned that restaurant and, in New York. That's, that's yes. got to cost some cost some. Loot. He was famous. He was he was famous. Yeah, oh. yeah. He was kind of like a well known chef in his field. He's a, right. even though he's Cuban and very attractive, uh, he was uh, like gone to school somewhere in France or something and was like a very famous French chef. Oh, right. And um, we find out that he had just gone through a breakup as well. With Anna. Yes. He was with, he was with Anna. Yes, Anna will, will not be coming, man. Yeah, he, I was saying so before, they, he always calls everybody man. He's just a woman. Yes, yeah. yes, I will be doing that, man. Yes, man. Yes. Uh, and 
And he was very brooding, very sexy, kind of mumbly. But that still didn't help this movie. No. I normally like, you know, I like a good, sexy, mumbly man. But, you know. Who doesn't? Thank you. not. (laughs) So so then he gets a call from his sister Mm -hmm. about their quinceanera. So it finds out. So we find out that actually we have a dueling quinceanera story going on, mm-hmm. and so he goes home. And now, didn't they change their something changed about their quinceanera as well? No, no. Their quinceanera had staked out their date a while ago, and you know they're calling him because he's doing the the or maybe something with their chef. The chef couldn't do it or something. But the 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 bigger crux comes later because the. The first quinceanera was moved up, so now it's the day before this one. Yes. And so this family, though, is a little more well-to-do than the other family. But right. their families right. were, like, longtime friends. Right. Well, yeah, frenemies. No, no actual friends. They used to be friends. Right. Yes. So and then boy, what happened that... So way to... Wait till you find out what the big conflict is. It's really something. <laughs> oh, yes. It's mind-blowing. So, so, so what happened next? Uh, well, okay. So they're in the restaurant. Oh, yes, you're right. That happens. So then we find out that Sarah, that's the white woman, she's got to, she has got to cook for 150 people. The... Um, her brother's mother, her brother's wife's mother, gives her some old recipes, so she's all set with that. And then um, she, I believe, at this point, she tells the the girl that she's going to go buy her address. Did that happen now? Yeah. So yeah. the the yeah. the Sarah's niece, the dress she wanted was really expensive, and the parents are like, I don't think we could do it. And so Sarah's like, you know what? Like, I, I'm making good money, and like, you're my you're my only niece. I'll buy you the dress. Right. The daughter says she misses her grandparents, and she wishes her grandparents could be there. I see why not just? People. No, I was gonna say, why not just invite them? I mean, what what what's the what's the problem? I think it was it was heavily implied, uh, or maybe even said that they were dead. I don't know. Okay. This is not that movie Coco where you can invite right. them back and they show up. Damn. It's making a joke. I, I, I thought I was being witty. Oh, oh sorry. Forget it. <clears throat> I'm not going to give up. I'm going to have, there's more where that came from. They, it should be pointed out. <laughs> let's back up just a second to Tony, yeah. the, the Cuban guy at the French restaurant in New York. The, they had the, the end of the scene with one of the most melodramatic shots I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. Because I think he was like lamenting bills or something. I don't remember what he was lamenting. But they literally end the scene of him like staring out the window at the rain. And the camera slowly pulling mm-hmm. back. And it was like they made the, this very insignificant moment the most dramatic thing in the movie. There's an old movie wow. that where that that originated it was the idea of the tears. Wish I knew the movie, but it was like a it's a a great moment of cinematography where you know you can see the rain, you can see the the, the reflection of, of the the rain on the face. It's, it represents tears, but now it's 
Uh, kind of cheesy. Well, that was kind of like back when, like back in the day when, like if they showed curtains, that meant they were having sex. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't familiar with like that. Like if curtains, if there was curtains and there was wind going through it, that meant that they were getting it on. Oh yeah. okay, okay, it's like an indicator or a ghost. Yes. If it's sheer curtains in the and uh, and the, and the curtains are moving, it's, it usually means a ghost. Oh, I thought you said oh. a goat. I was like, geez. I mean, the goat could be dead. I don't know. Greatest of all time. A goat ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the show's, the we show's just, we just came up with the idea for a new Netflix animated show. Goat ghost. The goat ghost. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. That's all he says Damn. the entire show. It's a I'm giant in, waste of money. I'm into all opportunities. I'll, I'll take it. Right? Hey. Jesus. Now I would... I need a gig. These, yeah, me too. You know. Please, I'm working in a haunted house right now. So I'm two steps away. I can't judge. I'm two steps away from working on Pornhub. Look, I'm I'm waiting around yeah. for Rihanna to show up, but it's not <laughs> happening. Well, okay, actually, step. Pornhub would be a fun job, at least. There's a guy who teaches math on Pornhub. He has a, like a math show. Wait, what? <laughs> he's on, he's on Wait. Pornhub. He teaches math. Explain. And, like, he, he does. Uh, please like, don't. He teaches calculus. It's, it's him standing in front of a blackboard, and he's just teaching math. And they said they interviewed him. He said, "Well, I figured I'd be the only person teaching math on Pornhub. I would stand out." Is he naked? No. Is he naked? No. He's just teaching math. We should we should put our podcast up there. <laughs> and see if he getting I mean, you. Let's get that. Let's get him on the show. He'll probably come on. God knows he wants to. Yes, please. All right, okay, I'm getting him. I'm getting him. I swear. Okay. Yeah, yeah reach out to him. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting the math Pornhub guy on. I'm just fascinated on so many levels. First I have of all, to. I have to. I never thought that you could put non-porn I, on Pornhub. Yeah, Apparently I would think that they would have like reverse <laughs> rules of YouTube. Like YouTube, you can't show nudity and stuff like that. I would think that Pornhub will be the opposite. Like you have to be right. nude, otherwise you don't belong here. Right. How many hits does he get? I don't know, but it'd be a... Yes, Kurt, please get him I, on the show. That's, that's yes, that's... I guess most people don't go to Pornhub to learn calculus, but... Is he, is he very attractive? I he might come on the show. <laughs> I have to be tactful. Um, <laughs> this might be our best sidetrack that we've ever done in the show ever. Well, no, because we know a sexy scientist. Well, I don't. Tim Lee. Because you know Tim Lee, Tim X Lee. Yes. He's a very sexy scientist. Let me find a guy who does math on porn. Jason, we really do know. We do. We do, Jason, yeah. Kurt and I know a sexy scientist who does shows. Is he straight or gay? He's straight. I don't know. Yeah, he's married. He does, like, science shows. Yeah. At, at, okay, like, here's what I'm going to Oh, my God. He, he, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Les. Wait, what? Do you know him? No, the the I know I know who you're talking about, but the guy, the teacher who uses Pornhub to give math lessons, earns two hundred fifty thousand dollars annually. Wow! Wait, doing Pornhub teaching math? Wait, I'll just send you guys a link so you can see what this this, this guy looks like. <laughs> Ridiculous! I'm gonna be up all night with this show. This is fine. This, this, this is what I want to do with myself. All right. <laughs> Did you okay, send it? Here's the porn. Let's... Yeah, I just sent it. There, there he okay, is. Here we are. Okay. Yeah. 
the only, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not looking at Pornhub right now. Walmart. Well, maybe I'll look. No, no, no. it's it's no, it's an article. Speaking of porn, Les, what was that that thirst uh, thirst trap photo you sent us right before we started recording today? Oh, because I was out at the pool. So my friend, <laughs> my friend Dave Quinn wrote a book about the Real Housewives, and it's like the talk of like the gossip things right now. It's called Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Okay. So I was like laying at the pool all day reading that book, and so I sent him. I sent him a picture of me reading the book. Oh, nice. And so as I was sending it to him, I just cool. sent it to you guys. Got it. Okay. Because I was laying by the pool in Palm Springs reading it, but it's a really good book. Here it is right here. It's a really good book. Oh, it's like, I like called the Not All Diamonds and Rosé. And it's literally, he is literally mentioned in page six like three times a day these days good because of this book. Oh, okay. So he's mentioned on page page six of his own book. No, page six <laughs> of, the, of the is it the post? Yeah, yeah. But if you're in page six, that's pretty good. That's that what I read. That, you know. That's where the black black China story came from today. The on one page about six? Her, yeah, it's page six story. The one story, yeah. This is hilarious. Yes. So he owns yeah, so yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand we'll, we'll from Pornhub teaching math. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask. I'll, I'll ask him to come on the show. Hold, hold me to it. All right, because yes. I never asked Tracy Nelson. Hold me to it because I, I, I said I was going to ask Tracy Nelson for it, and I haven't. But this, this guy, I think he's going to get on. And if he comes on, you know, Tracy Nelson's next. I would like to be yeah. and see him be the impetus that gets us Black China, Tracy Nelson, Vivica yeah. Jacket. I want this to be the this the thing that gets the ball rolling on all of it. Yes. Let's 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 book him and Tracy Nelson, and then we will start the show, and then and then we'll just all be quiet, and they'll have to all talk. To, they'll just talk to each other. <laughs> the Quint and Tracy like Howard Stern used to do that. Howard oh, Stern I, used to do that. He would get like two callers, and would, he would just be quiet. He'd be quiet. I used to, to do that. To yeah, when I worked in radio, I would do that all the time. Like because there are days where you get the same the same like two people who call over and over, and it gets really annoying. So you just pick up one call and pick up the other, and you conference them together, and you just go. You'll kind of go like, mm? and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, I want to request a song. I want to request a song. <laughs> and then they just go back and forth. They're like, and they finally, they're like, how do we, what happened? This got in our lines crossed. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I'm really into Howard Stern again. Okay. I listened to him this morning. Oh, good. Bob Bowie. I don't have. Yes, he was talking to Kate Beckinsale. Okay. Yeah, he's new with the, uh... well, he's always been a great interviewer. I, I always thought. Anyway, but now okay. he's more like Oprah. Yeah. Well, he had to kind of, he's older now. He had to adjust a little bit. I don't think he's yeah, adjusted. He's like, he's like I Oprah. think the world has coalesced around his interview style and his show style. The only thing that was shocking well, about him is that he was real and would talk about stuff that people were actually thinking. Right. And it, I, yeah, I listen, and it's good. And Robin still goes, oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah. I listen to some of it. I watch, I watch some on YouTube, so I get to see clips. But I listen to that. I listen, listen to him for years. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I listened to him for years, and then I fell off the. You know, when he left terrestrial radio, I stopped. But now I got Sirius XM with my car, and so I listen again, and he's great. Anyway, so. Here we go. So this Irish woman's making Cuban food. Yes. The, the theme of the, the yeah. party, the King Senora, is going to be Miami Spice. 
Ugh, yes. Oh, actually, no, and, I take that back. Uh, I think Miami Spice is the theme of the other, the second quinceanera. For Tony's. I think so. We got here that Tony Ubers in, sees his yeah. sister, sees the parents, girl runs down, big family reunion for Tony. And by the way, Tony had great highlights, like great red highlights. That was red? Yeah. Right. There's red. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> so then what happened? Uh, this is well, where we found out that the the one quinceanera was going to be the night before the other quinceanera. Yeah. Which, okay, I tell you, that is a dick move. Absolutely. Especially if they had been friends at one point. Because these two girls were best right. friends. Why? And it's not the same night, right? It's no, 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 no. That is a dick move. It's a dick Because, move. especially, it sounds like they had been planning this quinceanera for a while. Like, it wasn't just something that they up and decided to do. Right. The, so, the, they were both originally on one date, and then, is it Teresa? I forget which yeah. daughter was which. Sarah's niece, that's the one that moved because they got a better venue. So they then took right. a, the new night, which was before the other girl's quinceanera. Right. But the other girl was first. And so basically it's like, okay, so you're not only going to do your quinceanera the day before mine, you're also going to try to upstage me. Yeah. Because remember, it ends up that like her dress was going to be the same color too. Yeah, fuck you. This is no. the equivalent yeah. of of like going to somebody's wedding and then proposing at that other person's wedding. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, I get yes. why that's yeah that's shitty. Yes. So as much as we are meant to feel bad for Sarah's niece, that is a dick move to do that. And especially okay. if you are from the same, because it basically seems like they were pretty much from the same friend group because the families were friends. So they probably yeah. knew pretty much all of the same people. Mm -hmm. So basically it's the same hundred people kind of being oversaturated. Yeah. If that makes any right. sense. For sure. Yeah. I have a, a pretty okay. robust friend circle. Les knows a lot of them. And this happened a couple of years ago where everyone in our friend group was they wanted to do a Christmas party. And it was like it was like there were like four or five with all of the same group of people. It was stupid. Because we were yeah. just like it was just an experience. Yeah, but there there was one year where I was complaining about it because like I, I love the holidays and I love my friends, but this is getting out of hand. Yeah, like you again, you know? Yeah. Well, okay, then it's even different <laughs> if, like, in this case, if the one girl, her party was, like, a week before. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's you know, fine. but the day before. No. Okay. All right. I, I, I get it. I understand. Somebody should so, propose so to somebody at one of these parties yeah right so then this is around the time that we find out that tony and sarah were actually an item at yes one point yeah but then tony dumped sarah correct yeah he, yeah like oh, he wait, went, no, no 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 he pretty much did 
It was another dick move too, though, we find out. He was a dick too. Because the reason why they broke up was because, mm, remember, they were they both applied to the same French school. Right. And then they were both waitlisted. And then he got off the waitlist and she didn't. And he went and dumped her. And so that's how he ended up going to France. And she ended up. I, I didn't. I, it, and I'm not disputing that. I don't, I don't remember the specifics of that. I, I just was under the impression that he got accepted <gasps> in some school and then didn't ask her to come with him. But they had a food truck together and he left her with the food truck. Right. Yeah. Did they have a food truck yeah, or did they have plans yeah. to start a food truck? I thought it was no, that. No, they had it and then he left. They, they started it and then he left. All right. How do you and remember this movie and we truck. have notes and you don't? I thought that, well, I, I thought they didn't quite have it yet. That's what I thought. Because then she she made, because they had like a name for it. And then like he, because he asked her like, what, you know, what, what did you call it, man? And she said she called it Sarah's. Yeah. So, but maybe they had started it before that. Look, I'm not to so, so fly then, on their wall. Yes. So, so, so then are we at the part where the moms were bickering, kind of? Uh, well, not yet. We uh, Like, Tony had gotten home, and he's uh, – and, uh, and I may be backtracking here over something we forgot, but uh, Tony's mom is grilling him, like, why you've been avoiding the family, and that's when he, like, tells her that he and Anna broke up. Um, and we find right. out that some magazine is going to feature uh, Teresa's quinceanera for uh, food the, for the quinceanera for a magazine, the one that Tony's doing the food. Because it's about caterers. That's right, because it's about yeah. the caterers for quinceanera. Yeah. That's that's what the magazine so, is about? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the so article. That's why, yeah. 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 And so that's when the mom is like, well, hey, why don't you do her quinceanera? Because since it's going to feature the caterers and then it could be a, a family thing. Right. Correct. He drives around in a convertible. He knows everyone. A very, like, very Cuban looking old time. Like, this is like, they clearly spent the entire budget of the movie on renting this car. Right. Oh, yeah. But now he's but then it plays in with the Cuban theme because in Cuba, Cuba is known for its classic car. Oh, yeah. Isn't it there, it's illegal to have a non-classic car? I don't think it's illegal to have a non-classic car, but because of the political situation there since, you know, Kennedy was president, uh, they weren't really able to get imports from anywhere. Right. So all the cars they had, they had to keep fixing them so they could use them. We, right. I, I have a friend who's Cuban. I stay with his family. It was a college, like a couple of us. And his dad thought that we ate so much that he was, he, he was going to pack for us each 10 Cuban sandwiches. And cause I was a little bit bigger. He asked me if I wanted 11. Wait, 10 Cuban sandwiches a piece. Yeah. And he asked me if I wanted 11. I was like, dude, I'm, I don't can't eat all this stuff. Anyway, I, I do like, love a good Cuban sandwich. You, you turned down good. the offer of free food, Kurt. Who are you? That's too much. You save it for later. Yay, you freeze right. it. I think we did our best. You freeze it. <laughs> I'm a parent now. I've learned you can freeze anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> so now we're at the scene where they're at the farmer's market. 
We're at the farmer's market. Ah, this is where she hides because she sees him. She yeah. spills fruit and she's humiliated right. by her status in life and the fact she dropped an apple. No, it was a mango. And then he sees her. And he's like, why are you hiding mine? He says, I see you by, by pointing at her and poking her. Right. And he says, let's go for a walk. Now, this guy's got – he's really relying on his, his smoothness because if you notice through the movie, he's basically stalking her. Yes. <laughs> it's a stalker's but, tale. I can get away with that, Matt. Again, this would be this uh, could easily be a Lifetime movie uh, with a few small tweaks. Yeah. Well, like, you know uh, – So we meet – we, we, yeah, we, we need Vivica in it. Well, yeah, but he'd be stalking. And Meredith. Uh, and Meredith. And, and, like we, and because yeah. they have such a good-looking cast, we'd actually see some, like, shirtlessness and some sex. Like it, and, like, the, the, the obligatory shower. Yes. The male shower. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's always unnecessary. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's very necessary. Like, why shower <laughs> then? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, why not? What do they take two showers a day? Well, you don't want to be dirty. And then he's kind of apologetic right off the bat with her. Yeah, because he, he's like, you know, I wanted to talk and catch up. Uh, and she <laughs> reluctantly agrees. And I, I noted that they walked off without paying for their produce. Right. Well, why bother? But he's Tony. <laughs> he doesn't have to pay for his produce. I don't have to pay for this, man. When you're as good looking as me, you have to pay for nothing. Uh, the character Kevin is gay because yes. when he is, yeah, right? Who's Kevin? Because when, Who's Kevin? <laughs> when this is the black gentleman who works in the food trucks uh, or what they like. Oh, to that one. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Tony shows up, Kevin, it, like his jaw drops. It's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Was Kevin one of the people that told Tony? Everyone kept telling Tony to call Matt. Matt is Sarah's brother. That yes. sounds about right. And I don't feel yeah. like they ever really paid it off in the movie. Why, they, why they're like, hey, you should call Matt. You should call Matt. Because it sounded like he and Matt had some bad blood. And we were going to find out what no, happened he and there. and Matt were best friends. Because Sarah, remember Sarah was like, Tony and Matt were best friends. And she was kind of miffed at Matt about it. Right, but so did Matt and Tony stop speaking because Tony went off without Sarah? No. I don't think so. That was the point, was that Tony and Matt stayed friends even though he left Sarah. So why was everyone telling Tony to call Matt as if they hadn't spoken in years? Because I think Tony had just been out of... out of touch with these people for the last couple of years. Yeah. I don't think there was any bad blood. And he yeah, was just, just to get together with him. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it just made it sound like there was a pressing need to call Matt that was never paid off. No. And even at one point, yeah. Tony and Matt met for lunch. Like they hung they out. Met for lunch. They met for, well, they meet for lunch. He, he calls Matt and they meet for lunch at Sarah's restaurant. Cause let's go to this place. What was the yes. place? What was the place called? Munch. Sarah's. Let's go. Let's go to, what is it? What is it called? Harris? Sarah, oh, because Sarah was kind of pissed because Sarah's like, why would you meet him here, you idiot? Let's go to the Why would you meet my ex at my restaurant? And then Asshole. she says something like, I'm thinking about, you know, starting a, a new restaurant. I goes, ooh, well, I'd like to hear more about it. Let's have dinner. So he's yes. right in there making the move. Mm-hmm. And she does. He's, he's no, he... breakfast. Let, let's have breakfast. 
Right. So it's like, you know, he proved just get, get in there, get in there, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You know, she can only be so mad at you if you're hot. <laughs> That's true. If you're not hot, she might be mad forever. <laughs> <laughs> Brood a little bit because he brooded the whole time and it worked. And it keeps working it. Now he decides because his niece is going to go uh, dress shopping. So he decides to go too. I, but I don't know how he knew that Sarah was going to be there, but she was. I don't she think was. they, yeah, they okay. I don't think, I don't think they knew each other was going to be there. I think Okay. Tony went with his niece and Sarah went with hers and they happened to be at the same place at the same time. And so this is another part where you weren't supposed to side with Tony's niece and Tony's family, but I was like, they have every right to be pissed off. Because first it's like, you bitch. So first, you move your party the day before mine, even though you knew for months that my party was going to be in this day. And then you show up at my dress shop. Getting the same color dress. And stealing my colors that you knew about because we talked about it because my party was supposed to be months before yours, you bitch. I I will play a little bit of devil's advocate on this one. I feel like maybe there's only one dress shop in this area, so that's fair. Okay, same shop. Don't get the same dress. Don't get the same color. But but, uh, Teresa's favorite color was this shade of green. So the fact that Lola picked that color even if they had their like kept to their original dates in this particular case i think lola's the asshole i think i think these folks are a bit petty about stuff who cares well it's all petty. i'm not a girl i'm not a teenage girl there's my you're not a watcher that warrants a throwing your wine in someone's face they were teenagers so it would be a cola your your iced tea what if I, or any, any of our audience was just in shock? Like, like that he's not a teenage girl. <laughs> whole, we probably have teenage <laughs> teenage girls listening and relating to what I'm saying, and they're like, "Oh, jeez!" So many teenage girls listening to our podcast. <laughs> yes, I'll bet. I'll, I have a teenage. Girl. I'll bet some of them do, and they're listening right now, thinking, "You, you Kurt's defending us." <laughs> you know what? I had a teenage girl conversation with my teenage girl the other day. What? Stop banging oh, on the desk, Wes. I had a teenage girl. <laughs> Make it a point. I had a, I had a teenage girl conversation <laughs> with my teenage girl, and she was shocked that I actually related to it as much as I did. Oh yeah, I could. See and that. it was kind of like you know, I'm more of a teenage girl than you think. <laughs> all right. We, we do watch the same so, shows, after all. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know who the demographic is for those shows. <laughs> so then what else happened? Uh, let's see. Um, so, yes, you and your teenage girl would be watching Real House or whatever. What's the other Oh, show? no, she doesn't like Real Housewives. She says that's No, funny. what's the other one? RuPaul. That's, that's what you like. <laughs> she does watch RuPaul, but she says yeah. Real Housewives are for old people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see that. And I almost had a heart attack the other day because I mentioned Madonna and she was like, who? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. I was very upset. I didn't know your history. Um, so let's see. What happens next? Oh, so the, so the dress. This, oh, this so is also where we. Oh, go ahead, Kurt. 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just looking to see where I am in, oh, okay. in the notes. Well, this yeah, is the point in, where we find out that uh, the mag- the same magazine that's going to feature Tony's food, it wants to feature Sarah's food as well. But then she didn't she say something about it? She wanted to do it like I- Irish Cuban kind of a fusion sort of a thing. Yeah. Did she say that at this point? No. I think that's what the restaurant ends up being, but I don't think she ends up doing that for the quinceanera. But she was a little concerned being an Irish woman cooking for this quinceanera, and now a magazine is featuring it. That's a little strange, but I can see what's on magazine. I mean, if it's your relatives, then that's not cultural appropriation, because if your relatives are the ones that are asking you to cook it and give you the recipes, that is not cultural appropriation. So I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily yeah, think that cooking another cuisine is cultural appropriation. Well, I think I have passing it off as your own accusation. Is. I've heard people make the accusation when someone has a, a restaurant, someone has an ethnic restaurant, and they are not of the ethnicity. I mean, maybe that's taking it a little too far, but I have heard that before. But these were her relatives, so yeah, I don't, I didn't you know. see that as a problem, but who knows? Um, she's a little bit. Dense. She doesn't get that he's interested in her again. She's like, is he asking me out? I don't. Because there's one point he, he calls her. See, I thought she was being kind of eh, like, maybe. he dumped me. At that so moment. You're going to have to work. Yeah, yeah I, I think she was, it's her questioning wasn't necessarily because she was dense as much as is that actually a thing that he just tried doing right now after he dumped me and like oh, left yeah. me? Maybe. Like, you not only dumped me, you moved to Paris. Maybe yeah. I'm the one who's dense. Somebody in this situation is dense. See the mirror her. Because it was a beyond a mere dumping. It was, so you left me and went to Paris yeah. and became famous. <laughs> I didn't know he was famous. I didn't get this from this movie. I didn't think he was, like, super famous, people. but I think in the, in the, the food world, the he was, he was uh, well-renowned. He had like a certain number of stars behind his level of chefdom. Yeah, he's he's famous among the food. Yeah, right. Whenever whenever a steak sees him, he gets excited. You know what I'm saying? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to save it for God's sake! I'm trying to save it. Uh, All right, here we go. Here we go. Um, A steak, you know. Okay, we'll 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 move on. All right. So then. Uh, so then, oh, oh, so then they, then they go out to the lunch somewhere. And I think he says mom yes. used to work there. She wanted to have her own restaurant, but they couldn't, they did paycheck to paycheck. They could not do this. And then that was with Ernesto, right? Is that the restaurant guy? Yeah. He sits down with them. Oh, he brings them. <clears throat> oh, I wanted to have one of these. They called it a uh, con con or something like that. Con con cha cha's. It was, it, was, uh, it was lime juice and I don't know if I, I don't I never liked rum before, but it's lime juice and rum and honey, and he gives it and he says it does it is healing powers. Con con and so the the owner gives them this uh, complimentary con con cha cha's. Yes. And then he tells them he's selling the restaurant. Yes, Ernesto. Yes. Ernesto is doing that. So that happens. I'm a little lost as to where you guys are in the movie. I, I, in my order, that's that's how things work. Okay. 
Tony, it's like, so they're, they're the green dress, and then um, Lola gets a different dress. Oh, that's, so that was the outcome of that. Uh, Lola, she, she decided to get a, a different dress, even though they're kind of arguing with each other. got very tense. Uh, uh-huh. As we said, Sarah's going to be in the magazine now. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is they're in that restaurant. Okay. And then they're outside walking. And she, she tells him about the magazine, and she's like, he's like, real kind of flirtatious. Yeah, I'm flirtatious, man. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? He's like, no, no, no. Sounds like he wants a rebound. That's what it sounds like he's on. Well, I was looking at it more of he was looking at her kind of like as what might have been. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What may be there. Okay. Or like, you know, what he's missing in his New York life. Mm. Right. Because she was cute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was this where That's Tony great. had that conversation with the the other chef at the French restaurant about they they got a lot of cherries instead of cherry tomatoes and a big crisis until he solves it in like three seconds? I don't know where that happened. I do oh, remember right. that. Oh yeah, he says uh, then cook cherry pie, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he had he had a hookup. And then is this the part where they start making pies and yeah. then they make a savory pie? Yeah. I have woman runs out. So this is around the part that I like picked up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're a little lost here. Okay. Yeah, that's good. We need to get back on, back on track with this movie. Oh, I do have that. Yeah. Cherries. Yeah. 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 That's exactly where that happened. Now he shows up to her house. He just shows up, you know, women love that when you show up to their house unannounced. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look like that, you gotta mm-hmm. look like that, sound like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can sound like that. Hello, I'm showing up to your house, man. Let me in. Lucky, she's lucky that your house was clean. Right. Not like food all over the floor or anything like that. <laughs> I did. Can I tell a story? I may have told this story before. It's worth it. I know we're a little bit so. I should, yeah, I'm just gonna do it. So I, I was at so I was at a fringe festival, and so I meet this this uh, young lady. We're just, you know, we're hanging out as we do in these things. So I watch. Do I know so this young lady? Home. No. So so I walk her. I I, I walk her home. <laughs> and so you know, we walk in front of her house, and I I think this. I, I think um, something I used to do is I would say, um, and I think this was true. I'd say, I, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. Can I can I use your bathroom? So then. You know, oh, we come in the house, so that we get, you know, we go in the house. Before I go in, she goes, "Well, just just warn you, <laughs> my my place is a little dirty. Well, <laughs> this place looked like a landfill. It it's it, it was it, it still like had she still had her Christmas tree up, and it was June, <laughs> and there was." There was a gingerbread house that was half rotted away, and the place had a smell like I had never smelled before. <laughs> Did she live alone? No, she like lived with her <laughs> lived with her brother, I think. And she she said I had to leave, or she or her brother would uh, kick my ass. I said, well, "Geez, so, maybe so- she put some of that energy into cleaning." <laughs> Yeah. So not only so she had rotting food. Yeah. Gingerbread and a disgruntled house. brother. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't stay too long. Well, why would you? 
<laughs> Did you see her again? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Was Less. that story worth telling or what? <laughs> it sounds like a Lifetime movie that we're going to probably eventually this watch. sad. I feel bad for it's her. Wrong, All right. The well, wrong cleaner. Should we edit that out or is that worth the... No. No, you know you like that? Okay, good. <laughs> it is Halloween. It sounds like a Halloween tale. And then I walked in. Believe me, I'm sure it, Halloween's coming. I'm sure she still has that Christmas tree up. And there was rotting food and her brother named Chucky. I think her brother's name was Kurt, which was kind of weird. Uh oh, I hope I'm not oh. identifying anybody. And that that's okay. So so then okay, so <laughs> just made out with her. So now did they go <laughs> but dancing we had, be, yet? we had to stand up because there's no place to sit. Well a- okay, after yeah, go. after they made the shepherd's <laughs> pie, he's one of them saying, Do you ever wonder what it'd be like if I had oh Tony says I wonder would uh, did you ever wonder what it would be like if I hadn't left? They're eating right out of the pie pan. And then Tony invites her to go dancing with his family. Right. Dancing. And then, so they go dancing. And so at this point, the, the families were, were, were battling. So this is the part that I didn't understand. So she runs in to the sister, his Tony's sister. Yeah. And so Tony's sister was battling with her sister-in-law. Well, Tony's sister, yeah. So Sarah's brother's wife, Dolores, used to be best friends with Tony's sister, Maria. That's how the families know each other is through them initially. Right. But they haven't talked in a long time. But now there's a problem. Sarah goes to Tony's sister and is like, you should make up with my sister-in-law. And then Tony's sister is kind of oblivious to why they're fighting in the first place. I didn't think she was. But wait, okay, so wait, 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 wait. She stole your party date. She stole your daughter's dress color. Of course you're going to- Well, we find out what the real, real issue is. Yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't physical violence after this, stealing the party date and stealing your dress yeah, color. That happened. That's like the throwdown material. My favorite character is Tony's sister's husband, who is this like uncomfortable looking extra. <laughs> we never we never know what his name is. He's oh, did he not of, speak? Oh, that's funny. No, we don't know. We don't even know what his name is. He just just it, when he when she needs to be next to her husband, he was there. Do you think he got a bump up for that? Doubt it. If he didn't have lines, no. No, probably not. No, probably just happy to be there. Yeah, probably get a sad card. Yeah, everybody oh, looked for me in this movie. Got tap heartless. Yeah. So then they danced, like they were, you know, they they did the, you know, it is Miami, so they danced, you know. You could dance if you want to. And this is where I decided they were a hot couple. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that so then they're in the car, and then this is where Tony asks for for forgiveness from Sarah. Forgive me, man. And Sarah forgives him. Why are you single? And so then you're... they go to where Sarah's niece is practicing dancing, and Sarah's niece cannot dance. Lola, Lola cannot dance. 
But then Tony goes in and saves the day and basically teaches Lola how to dance. I did think this scene was kind of funny. And granted, I didn't grow up in an area where quinceañeras were a thing. But I thought it was odd that all the all of her friends that are going to this party were gathered at the house rehearsing. Not like a dance number. Not like a choreographed dance. They were just rehearsing like how to dance with other people. Right. Like it was a dance class, but it wasn't a class. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't unusual. But then Tony fixes everything because he teaches them all how to dance. Like, come on, kids. And they're, they're, these kids were all extras because they were doing a lot of thumbs upping. Like there was no dialogue from any of them, but a lot of the like, you know, okay, yeah, thumbs oh, yeah. up. Yeah. <clears throat> so then Tony and Sarah break into a dance. Hmm. And then, um, then didn't. This is a big moment, actually. Oh, well, it's a huge moment so for a Hallmark movie. Okay. So Tony drives Sarah home, <clears throat> walks her to the oh, door, yeah. and they kiss. Wow. Yeah. And, and this the movie is, you know, we're idea. only about halfway through the movie at this point and they are not officially a couple again, but it's a it's a mouth kiss. And this yeah. guy has balls as blue as a smurf. He is yes. ready to go. <laughs> She's not Everything's more colorful in Cuba. But here's what? the thing is too, when you look like that, you're not used to getting, I'm sure you're not used to getting like a lot of like, oh, well, hold it, Buster, not tonight. Because you could tell he has like moves. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so she's kind of like, hold it, Buster, uh, no. She's got options too. Right. Now, time for the photo shoot. <laughs> With Stefan. Who is very gay. Oh, yeah. He, now, he's a bear, right? Yes, he was a bear. <laughs> and he's like, hi, learned, I'm Stefan. I learned this from less years ago, the terminology, mm -hmm. bears and otters, twinks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that used to I be in, our, in the, I, uh, the opening of our show, was you saying those things, Kurt? Is that what I was saying? Yeah, yeah. I never and knew I, what I, that meant. Okay. Just so you know, know Jason... I taught Kurt this lingo at Showtunes Night in Boys Town in Chicago. Yeah. He yep. said I was an otter. Yeah, I see you that. You were. Yeah. Well, I guess I still am. What would I be now? I've got, I got to still be an otter. I'm not a twink. Not You're a twink. an otter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still an otter. Yeah, I'd say otter. So, so yeah, so Steph, so yeah, so Stefan was like, hi, welcome to the interview. And, and Megan was doing the interview. Let's say that yeah, Megan was not Stefan. No, but uh, <laughs> Megan was sort of oh, the yeah? polar opposite of Stefan. Yes, yes. Hmm. I think I see what you're saying. Yes. 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 That's like, yeah, yeah. Megan, <laughs> just, was, yeah. Megan was a, a cisgendered female mm -hmm. who likes females. Likely, oh. yeah. I mean, they never actually said it, but yeah, I got, I got strange, uh, uh, not strange, um, strong, strong sapphic energy from her. Yeah, sapphic. Yeah, 
Yes. What's that? Sisters of Sappho. What is it? I hate to go into another diversion, but I have no idea what that is. And I have to, <clears throat> I have to learn. What is it? Well, lesbians like were called Sisters of Sappho. Oh, okay. That's it. Good. No, I'm educated. Well, this is some magazine that this is going to be their their cover story. Yeah, sapphic is, uh, according to dictionary.com, relating to lesbians or lesbianism. Relating to Sappho or her poetry. I'm hearing an echo of myself. Where did that come from? Sappho. Is it because of Sappho? It's because of this. No, it just stops. Okay, that's good. So so then... Now, now the girls, mm-hmm. Lola and what was his sister's name? Teresa. Oh, Teresa oh, Lola. Lola. wait, Lola is Tony's niece. Teresa is Sarah's niece. Okay. Tony's sister is so Maria. Lo- so Lola and Teresa are now starting to feel bad that their moms don't get along yeah. anymore. Also, then in this scene, they step out of the trailers in their dresses ready for the shoot. These aren't the dresses they end up wearing to the quinceañeras later in the movie. No. So what were these dresses? Well, I, maybe they've got more than one dress. I don't know. Well, a girl's entitled to change her mind. I guess, but the whole point was they were doing a photo shoot about their respective quinceañeras. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I guess just for the they, – they, they have to – they wanted to put people in different outfits for the movie, and they just didn't want to spend the time justifying it. I guess. Did you, did you guys both enjoy this next scene, though? Because I feel like it was custom-made for the two of you to bond. A photo shoot Ooh. montage coupled with food. It was a whole, I know, Kurt. It was like the best of both oh, worlds. Yeah. It was cool seeing the cake because it was a, the the cake was bare naked. It was like a it was a layer cake. They still had to put icing on. So <laughs> I, I, I like seeing that. I like it's like watching a cake on Pornhub. It's it's, it's Does the cake teach math? Cake. And, a naked so a cake. cake yeah. And, yeah, learning. learning. It, was, it was a layer cake. You don't see too many naked layer cakes. So I was you know a little. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fluid. <laughs> You're fluid. Your pastry fluid. <laughs> no, 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 not really, not really. <laughs> but icing is kind of so you can you know put some icing on that cake. So, mm-hmm. but then, <laughs> so then, but then we find out later that Ernesto's restaurant is on the market. Yep. Mm. And and Kevin you know, tells Sarah to get a bid in now. Yes. Yes. But then the article the article comes out and there's a whole lot of shit talking in this article. Okay. Because Sapphic Megan has turned this article <laughs> for a food blog and it's some sort of like all out journalistic war. Yeah. <laughs> it basically pits them against each other. But it's like that a food blog is doing gotcha journalism. Right. This is the part where I kind of liked this movie because when both of them were like, well, I never said this. And then the other one is like, I never said this. One of the sisters was like, well, 
or somebody was getting pissed and one of the sisters was like, well, it doesn't sound like something they'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were people, they were overreacting about this. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah, it basically turned into, like, yeah, it's like a, a hatchet. The, the Megan did a hatchet job. Mm. And then we find out, though, oh, so then uh, Ernesto, so Tony goes to Ernesto, and Ernesto was like, listen, uh, Sarah made an offer on my place, but if you make a counteroffer, I'll give it to you. And so then we find out that Ernesto did end up giving it to Tony. And Tony, though, is like, well, instead of he kind of manned up and told Sarah himself. Yeah, there was a there was a there was also a, a, a run in. Tony showed up to like her. No, where she was, the house that she was in. And they had a, and she, 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 she gave him, she, she read the riot act. She yeah. jumped up on her soapbox and said, you know, this is why women, 20% of chef, only 20% of chefs are women and women are winning article or, uh, you know, awards. And then right. slams the door in his face. And had she at this point proposed them, um, teaming up for the restaurant? Well, this is where he says the, it was like a long, long distance relationship. And she said, no. Because his whole and, and I don't I don't remember if it was revealed in this beat or not, but the reason Tony put a bid in is because he knew that somebody else was going to outbid Sarah and she wouldn't be able to afford it. So he he could afford it. So he put in a bid and was going to like team up with her so she could like own part of the restaurant. And so she was basically like, "I don't need a man to help me." Yeah, I don't need a man. And um, so, I got a man, right? Yeah, no, he shows up at her house, and that's when, yeah, that's when he says it. He wants to be partners. She says no, right? So then, so then the girls at this point once again were like, "We need to end this family feud. We need to just end it. We need to squash this beef." Yeah, the girls are like it's too stressful, right? So. Then um, they, the girls engineer kind of like a little dress rehearsal. Well, before that, big, big information happens. Breaking news. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Matt, <laughs> the Teresa's dad, Sarah's brother, gets a call that there is a kitchen fire overnight at the venue for their quinceanera. So it's like big disaster. Right. Like, where are we gonna have the quinceanera now? And they, they, it's such a big disaster. They literally call Lola and pull her out of class to tell her. <laughs> of course, more polite <laughs> education. Like you would think that her like, mom was killed in a train <laughs> accident. Like they pull her out of fucking class. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fuck your education. Yeah. You've got a party. <laughs> and that night she had to watch Pornhub to make up for that math class. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Here you go. Here here you go. Here's some, here's Pornhub. It's all like lined up because, you know, you're not 18 yet, so you can't get in. So I've entered it for you. 
Yeah. So here's your bath class. Imagine like being a parent. You walk in your kid. They've got Pornhub open. You're like, John, what are you doing? I'm watching Pornhub for the math. Yeah. It's the modern day version of reading Playboy for the articles. Yeah. Right. There's always a workaround. In more ways than one. Um, So now... It's too stressful, little girl. So the, so the girl doesn't want to have it anymore. It's too stressful. So then the other girl, she has an idea. Mm-hmm. And they propose. And I'm like, okay, idea. I know where this is going. They are going to have a double. I don't. I can't pronounce the Quinceanera. word. Quinceanera. And then I had to stop my eyes from rolling. <laughs> They're going to have a double quinceanera. The mothers are not into it because they yeah. don't like each other. I don't want no. this nonsense. But then the girls had to do their speeches and like they, they, the girls had to plead their case of why they should have a joint quinceanera. They did it. And so then they, they agree to it and they all, they're, they're getting together. And at one point, the one, the one mother says the other, she says, she says, thank you for doing this. And then she goes, it's for Lola. Yeah. So, Damn. Well, to be fair, that Ma- Maria, who's Lola's mom, agreed yeah. to let uh, Teresa and by by virtue of Teresa, her Dolores, it, like share the space and, and like double up on their night. So, like, they actually are doing right. them a huge favor. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're contributing, so, I believe. But yeah. So 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 then. Isn't it, aren't we at the day of, and then we bump into Megan again? Well, no, the girl, they're at the, they're at the rehearsal and the girls want to practice their speech. So they get up and they start talking about how their mom, this is where we find out what the, what the big dust up was. They, okay. They're talking about how oh, their moms, boy. you know, they shared raising each other. And there's a slideshow. It's just a, it's like a essentially a still photo life montage of their their families. And then Dolores and Maria apologize to each other. And we find out that Maria just stopped talking to Dolores because Dolores wanted right. Maria's house when Maria was selling it. But Maria right. accepted someone else's higher bid for her home. And... Yeah, and she'd be and like, yeah, of course. They paid cash. Yeah. Cash and up. Yeah, she'd be like, she'd be like, honey, you, you can't even afford a dress. <laughs> How can you afford right. to buy my house? I don't care if you're my friend. Look, a house is a huge asset. That's probably that might be, you know, that for most people, that's like the asset that they have. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm not so, uh, this is not a charity. I'll, you know, give me a break. So that was the thing. It's like, and yeah, not only did they outbid you, they were paying cash. Yeah. And Maria I'm is a real stupid. estate agent. This is her line of work. She understands how it works. Right. Yeah, the way it works right. is you don't buy, you know, that's that that's ridiculous. But then she's awfully nice because she's like, you know what? I'll find you another house. Yeah, but she didn't she say might, she was going to buy her a house. She just said she's going to find her one. She's a real estate agent. That's all she has to do for her commission. job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, in, in oh, finding Dolores another house, all she's I'll, doing is helping her career. Yeah. I'll, I'll do you right. a big favor and I'll do my job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do my job and, and get the commission. And charge you kindly exactly. for it. Right. <laughs> right. Boy. That's the big conflict. We're like, wait, and throughout the movie, we, we almost hear what the conflict is. And, right. Jeez. Right. That's just called not being dumb. Yeah. 
<laughs> As John Wayne said. Yeah, okay. This person's going to pay me cash. They're going to pay over the amount and pay me cash. But I'm going to hold out for you. And you can't even come up with a down payment. I'm not that good of a friend. I like I like that throughout this podcast, it's never ever said in the movie that Dolores' family is poor, but we have basically painted them as being really poor. <laughs> yeah. So, so, oh, so then the next day they're getting ready and then they bump into Megan, who, okay, I would have cussed Megan out. Yeah. Big time. You would, like, too. I've uh, seen you do that. Well, no. Megan, you <laughs> dumb bitch. You took my words. You, like, created this whole hatchet job. You tried to create a fight with my friend, and now you have the nerve to show up. And not only do you have the nerve to show up, you say that, oh, well, you know, now that you guys are doing the, the party together – the dueling families wouldn't have worked anyway. You're the one that created the dueling family. Megan should have been fired from her job because it's not like she worked at at, at a type of news outlet where it's about conflict. She was trying to make create conflict on a fucking food blog. Right. You know, and like, well, especially since, they did not shit talk each other at all, and she totally wrote an article with them shit talking. Yeah, like they were—they didn't even imply because they were both saying what they actually said, and they didn't even imply bad things about the other one. <laughs> but what is she going to do if she gets fired? What 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 lower level of journalism is she going to write for the show? Oh, she'll go work for Politico. What, what's she going to do? Go work for, work for Politico or some yeah, some sort of like you know. <laughs> politics related blog of some sort steve oh, bannon God. yeah go oh, no go work for newsman yeah, right so, so then yeah they have the party blah, blah 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 six months later they open a restaurant that was pretty much it right um Oh yeah, let's see. Well, yeah, I mean, the, there, the party itself is is a little bit drawn out. There is a, a scene where the girls walk out at the the dual quinceanera uh, to thank their families, and they come out and they bring out high heels for the girls on pillows. Oh, it was a scene made for foot fetishists. Oh yeah. Oh, attention, Quentin Tarantino. And then this the girl is a must watch wish. And and list. that was followed by the girl and and this these may be things that happen at Quinceañera and I I'm I don't mean to disparage the uh the traditions if if this is something that happens but uh, having seen this movie and this is my only uh window into that world it seemed creepy to me that the girls hand in their dolls from you, their youth what was that? I just figured these were traditions that I wasn't aware of. Well, they might the be. whole point of a quinceanera is this is when a woman basically isn't it kind of like a, the Latin form of a bat mitzvah yeah. or a bar mitzvah? As, as I understand it, yes. Is becoming an adult. Yeah, as I understand it, that is the case. Yes. So well, basically, yeah, yeah. So the girl no, turning in her dolls is kind of like I am now a woman. 
Give me my pumps. Yeah, and then Sarah and Tony decide they will go in on the restaurant. It's going to be 70-30. She's going to pay for 70% of this. I don't know where she's getting her money, but who knows? What she did have, I mean, she was saving up to buy a restaurant, and she has been making money from the food truck that isn't okay. really a truck. So she had some 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 money on hand. Okay. Certainly not from Dolores' right. super poor family. No. Right. She's not getting money from them. Right. Although they were able to scare up another dress for that photo shoot. But maybe they left the tags on and brought it back. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, then it was six months later. And the whole family. The family are the only people who showed up to the opening of the restaurant. So that's not a good sign. Well, was it probably during COVID? (laughs) Maybe. That's the excuse people use. The name of the restaurant. Oh, sorry. I just said it. Oh, go ahead. Cubish. Cubish. As in Cuban and Irish. And then uh, Tony and Sarah Uh make out against a Miami (laughs) green screen as everyone cheers them on. It was so stupid. They could have called it Ivan. The whole Hallmark trend with you gotta have the green screen. That's the new thing. Could have been Ivan, you know, Irish, Irish Cuban, Ivan. Yeah. Let's get Ivan. Now we're gonna go to Cubish. I guess Cubish works. Yeah, and then all the family are leering at them as they're making out. Oh, that's right, through a window. Yeah. Very, um, oh, what's it called? I don't know. Just pervy. Yes. Exhibitionism. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie was boring. Um, it was kind of boring. Too the last Hallmark movie we saw was like our favorite Hallmark movie ever. And yep. Ever. Then they, hit us, then they hit us with this. Well, you know, you can't, you can't always. <laughs> no, sometimes, sometimes. They tried, though. Every, everybody was, there wasn't any, there wasn't a, I don't think there was a bad performance in the movie. I think everybody who was in it, even like in the sporting uh, characters, I think everybody was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Just the, I agree. Well, okay. Once again, yeah. though, it's kind of like, remember when we saw Killer Contractor and we were like ruined for that year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, we saw that movie last week and we were ruined but we saw the the hallmark movie which was like the best one we've seen ever and we've been ruined yeah and i think our expectations for this one were a little higher because it seemed that in the times where hallmark is trying to branch out and not be so completely white bread they've usually been like sticking the landing and they didn't really do it on this one and it was a it was a it was a sexy guy who was not because because you know how you know Jason especially made that edict we cannot have a movie with one of the five guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not opposed to ever watching those again. We just had seen so many in a row that I'm like, can we just something else? Let's look at something. But I else. thought this was perfect. Yeah, I thought this was. I thought this was perfect. A Latin-themed movie mm-hmm. with a with a leading man who we've never seen before, who was very smoldering and sexy. Mm-hmm. But wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, he was fine. I mean, he definitely didn't have to be the, the greatest actor in the world. Just 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 kind of look oh, the parts. So. No. I'd like to see him in other... He was fine. I'd like to see him in other movies. Same. Shirtless. Same. For sure. Maybe on Pornhub. Yeah. Teaching math. Yeah. Right. Teaching well, cal- or teaching, teaching other things. 
teaching other That's things. my job tomorrow. I gotta I gotta contact that. Maybe I'll just contact well, him tonight. Yeah, I'll do I mean, it. if he was teaching if he was teaching lessons on Pornhub, those are lessons that I would gladly take. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I am legitimately <laughs> curious how many media requests this guy gets, if any. I'm going to contact him tonight, even though it's late here in the East Coast. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Do it. Do it. I'm just impressed, especially since he makes $250,000 a year doing this Mm -hmm. on Pornhub. Mm -hmm. I contacted you years ago just to see how far I could could go. I was doing a play. I was producing a play in New York, like off-off Broadway, and I decided I was going to offer a role to Angelina Jolie. So I did. I did, and I got got further than I thought I was going to get. Interesting. She, really? um, I did. What happened was, first of all, well, there's a way. I, I believe all you have to do, you do is call the just call the Screen Actors Guild, and you can get any anyone you want. You can find out who their agent are mm-hmm. agent is. And she did not. I don't know what her situation is now, but she did not have an agent. She no. had a manager. So I got so somebody. I was able to very easily find out who her manager was. Contacted the manager, and I sent. And they gave me like an address. I, 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 I sent stuff to them. And I think I talked to the manager on the phone. And they were very nice to me. And they just said, she has other projects going at this time. But, you know, please consider us for other things. So that's nice. That's very nice. That is nice. Yeah. yeah. I set it up. First, I, first it was like a real long shot. But then I thought, and I, but then I decided uh, I would make it like a charity thing. So it might, she would have, uh-huh. you know, it might. Maybe might she might actually say yes to that, but okay. But yeah, that's cool. You can always ask people. Well, okay, I better go because I'm in Palm Springs and it's ten to eight, and I haven't eaten, so my time is running. It's Palm Springs during the week, which means I probably have like a half an hour to get to the Palm Springs crowd. This is midnight. Right. So I'm like, ooh. I just looked at the time and I'm like, oh shit, I better I better go figure something out quickly. Okay. Because I think they stop serving at like nine during the week and that's like, yeah, like five in the morning. Yeah. So okay. if you want to find me, you can find me um, at my website, lesscrookedalbera.com Um... Uh, Jason. Uh, first of all, if you uh, listen to us any podcasting platform that allows you to rate and review us, we would love a five star, whatever the most amount of stars review uh, possible is there, because uh, it helps more people find us. We're actually now uh, the podcast is on Facebook as well. It posts directly to our Facebook page, and I think some people yeah. have been finding us through that because we've been getting more likes on our Facebook page, uh, which is Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. I'm at KurtFitzpatrick.com. It's Kurt with a K. I might, I've had an offer to do another comedy special this year, but if I could, so I can oh. get myself together, it might be happening in December. I don't know. I'm working on it. Ooh, right. So look out for that. Check my website, see what's happening there. And that's it. Well, I guess that's it. So, yeah, I better, like, scurry on out the door and figure out... You know, when I'm in Pump Springs, I have, like, the urge to eat things like Salisbury steak and, like... <laughs> <laughs> the sauce. 
you know. Hmm. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, I guess that's it. So until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.